Hello and welcome to another episode of Coffee and Stride, where I'm discussing my first Curse of Stride campaign and my experiences and what's going on. So a few things, uh, some feedback I had gotten and really good suggestions. So I'm just going to do this one more time just to clear things up. From here on out, I will try my best to refer to everyone by their character names and if I do refer to them above board, I will try to kind of just like blank who's playing blank did this or yeah. So Cassius, that's me. Um, Stout McDougal is Nick. Uh, Lacus, uh, not Lucas or Larkus. It's Lacus. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Sorry, Taylor, which is played by Taylor. Nick's which is Valerie's character. She's, uh, you know, not really hard to get that wrong. Uh, Patrick's character. Well, I think I've just referred to him as Patrick this whole time, but Patrick's character's name is Lan. He's the blood hunter. And then Alina is Saya's character, the divine soul sorceress. So there you go. Uh, everyone's names. So that way at least, you know, who's who when I talk and I will keep their names in front of me. To try to keep this as straightforward as I can without messing up. I'm probably going to mess up. I'm just going to. It's me and names. Okay, so where do we live? Oh my goodness, the carnival. Right, so in front of this carnival, everyone's having a good time. And we are, we are thrown off as a party. Like I said, we have no choice. We have to get away from these guys unless we want to fight them all. And there's way too many of them. So, you know, we have Casimir uh, with us and uh, me and Lena uh, just kind of slip into the carnival. And there we're reunited with everyone else. Um, also kind of running from pursuit. Uh, so once inside, we're kind of just bombarded by this festive atmosphere. Uh, find out we're like half a mile from Valakia. Um, but we don't want to cross it, so we're gonna just look around. So, I mean, like expecting something much more dark. Funny enough, uh, it's very just carnival. There's tons of attractions. Uh, I believe the carnival is in the Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. Um, that's where the carnival was pulled out from, but it's really, it's really awesome. Um, while in there, uh, apparently, like we heard that the carnival had comes by often. Um, we also learned just uh, we had a few people there. We 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 uh, we went to one of the attractions um, where uh, essentially it was like um, uh, this woman called Madame Ica. And like it was a kind of like a whole scarf thing, and she would disappear and then reappear with other people like her. And you had to try to guess who was the real one, and then you get a little prize. There was a wood cutting contest. Um, there was like a minotaur. There was a little little dragon. It was just a bunch of stuff, and everything else was really cool and fun. Um, there was apparently a sphinx there who was willing to. Uh, you know, tell you words of wisdom, which is very interesting. So I talked to the Sphinx for a bit before I left. Um, 
So while we're walking around, we see a tent, uh, a fortune teller. She calls us all in, saying that we're all required to hear our fortune. And her name is Madam Eva. So this is when the uh, the deck, the Tarak, Taraka, Tarak, Tarak deck comes out, right? And I've, I've heard about this before. This kind of determines a few of the things in the game. Uh, so essentially, your Curse of Strahd game could vary very differently depending on what you draw and where. Not even so, like you could play, like we could play Curse of Strahd again, and because we pull a very different fortune, the game just goes a completely different way, which is pretty rad. So I'm like, it's almost like. Uh, it could, it could go like from normal to hard mode essentially if you think about it if you just go just sheerly based on how it rolls it can it can essentially change from there so uh we we get in so uh i'm just gonna read out what we drew and what she told us to kind of make it so you kind of know so first we got the monk card. The monk tells a history of knowledge and ancient stories to help you understand your foe. Then we, the knowledge you seek is hidden behind the sun in the house of the saints. The dictator, the next card, tells of a powerful force of protection, a holy symbol that will help you face Strahd. It lies on a throne fit for a king. The traitor card, a card of power and strength, a weapon of vengeance, a weapon that will pierce the veil of darkness. Look to the wizard in the wine. The artifact card shows one who will help you in the battle of darkness. Without them, the quest will fail. Look for a man fit for a circus, but he is not all he seems. The seer, Strahd himself, the enemy of is a creature of darkness. He awaits you in his castle, a place of wisdom, waiting for you there in a place of warmth. So that's what our prophecy was. So Strahd's in his castle, apparently, from this. We're like, oh, okay. So apparently Strahd can be in different places. Your confrontation may not necessarily find him at the castle. This was random. Like, we shuffled the deck up. We, we, um cut it every time we drew a card and just kind of laid it down there so that's that's what our our fortune was so that kind of so we we're like oh well we're in a circus but we're looking for a person who looks like they could be in a circus but are more than their seems it's just very confusing so it was kind of like we were, we were puzzling that on while we were going through the rest of it and then stout stopped at a stand to drink and then he disappears stout's gone so we're looking around where the heck is stout where, where did stout go so he's like well we found him at, he was at the bar, and then someone's like, yeah, he may have went to that place. We're like, oh, well, that's where dancers are. We're like, yeah, he could have wanted to go see a dance. He's not in there either. So we're looking around, we're looking around. And um, apparently, uh, Strahd got turned into a log. Not Strahd. Stout got turned into a log. He became a very stout piece of lumber. Um, so apparently, uh, thanks to Nix's old one packed, she can hear voices and she heard Stout kind of 
going through PTSD now that he is a he is a, a stout piece of wood like a log and he was placed next to a lumber cutting contest and so this guy's like well this is my log I'm about to cut for this prize and he grabs it and puts it down and we're like no 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 wait no please don't cut this log it's stout so uh, my character Cassius he runs away um we need it we need a caster uh beforehand when i was talking to the sphinx i suspected that it was a caster behind it who was just very very clever um funny enough i pretended to drop something in it and used the use of the illusion in mage hand handed it back to me it was very good so i kind of just uh walked in told the caster you know i don't know where you are i just really need your help um our friend has been turned into a log and someone's going to cut him in half i don't know how this happened but if you could help me, please. So curtains and I meet. Uh, it is the same madam, Madam Ica. She is the Sphinx. So she asked me not to tell, and I, I nod. And then uh, we go back, and she is able to undo uh, Stout's transformation, his polymorph of wood. And it is in that uh, that essentially. Um, we're like, what? Well, well, apparently there's been like some fake creatures uh, that have been nasty little fake creatures who've been playing tricks and really dark tricks on on the carnival, kind of plaguing them lately. So we hear another scream and we run and we find this green wormling who was let out of his cage, uh, primarily probably by one of these fake creatures to kind of cause trouble. And uh, it, it was also trying to unlock the Minotaur, so we were able to stop the Minotaur from getting free. But like the these like these kind of like uh, soldiers off duty were like about to approach the Wormling, and though like uh, I'm the only one who can speak Draconic, so the Wormling was actually more like scared. It wasn't like he was just kind of like, oh my god, I just want to, what's going on? So I essentially like dive over the Wormling and just kind of tell everyone to back away, and that's when we meet. Um, What's his name? Uh, we meet uh, F- uh, Flavian, Favin, Flavin, Favian. F- yeah, I'm gonna call him Flavin, Flavian, Flavin. We're gonna call him Flavin, Flavian. Yep, Flavian. Uh, all because he has all the flavor. Uh, he is a beast master. He's the beast master there. So like, walk to him. I'm like, I'm like covering him up and I'm, you know, me and him are talking and, you know, me and his dragon, we're just going like, kind of have this really conversation. He's going to talk about like, you know, his cage and, you know, I treat him nice here. But I'm like, listen, can I take him with me? And he's like, well, I don't know. And I was just like, well, I have all of these bags of Electrum. I would be willing to give you these bags. So he's like, whoa. Well, we're going to have to talk to, you know, lady in charge and maybe we could write up a bill of sale or something. But, you know, so I just kind of throw like I'm willing to just throw all my money at him to take uh, this little worm, this green wormling with me. So we from there essentially moving through. And it is uh, I can't remember if it was Lacus, Lycus, Lycus. If it was Lycus or Nyx who saw it first. But there among the stands are a bunch of pretty nice old grannies selling pies. 
they're selling pies three grannies selling pies and we're like oh no oh god they're here they don't know us but they're they're here what are we going to do we're like listen people are buying these pies we at least need to tell the uh head the person in charge what's going on so at least they'll stop selling uh the pies so you know we go to we go there and we meet essentially the headmaster um uh Isol. uh we meet Azol. we're like hey you know you know she actually came like she was already told about the whole tree incident it's kind of like when we came like wanted to like apologize they were like nah you listen um those three uh old women who are selling pies they're hags and there are um those pies are made of people uh kids more than likely and so Zold kind of like you know looks at us and we're like listen we have no reason to lie to you go inspect them for yourself i don't know if you have an ability to well that's what we find out is old is a paladin and she has this really boss looking blade with her it's a holy avenger so she detects them using her ability she figures out who they are and she uh she cuts the head off of the first hag just gone then the second hag kind of leaps at her she downs that hag uh as they kind of approach nicks the last one and tells her and tells the last hag tell your master you are not welcome here this is when we discover that the carnival is like its own domain of dread with inside a domain of dread. And Isolde is essentially the master here, able to destroy the evil within, but cannot leave to do the things that she would like to do. So this other hag, she she takes off um, to run out of the carnival. And that's when uh, Stout, Lan, and I were like, there's only one of them. We can't let we can't let that hat go. So we run after. Uh Zol's essentially done, done her warning. Uh, you know, begins as they're talking about their party. We run after the hag and we catch that hag as soon as she's just still on carnival grounds, and we proceed to unload everything we can in her, and we drop her very quickly. Like we we went in we we went in it was more like we cannot allow this thing in fact yep while uh elena uh nix and uh lacus uh stayed behind uh we 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 went we went and did business so we put that hag down nah i don't know if she had more i don't know if she could build a coven back but mm -mm, we weren't this was our one chance to de-hag the area and we we took it so we went in still did some damage uh but we were able to put put that hag down with uh not too much problems so uh Isol essentially thanks us for telling us what was going on um and we kind of we kind of get a chance to kind of talk with her and learn a little bit about her and everything else which is when we found out about the the sword and and, and the domain um, it is also then that we, uh, she tells about in a, a, a foe she's, you know, been hunting for a long time called the caller, 
who essentially like uses others to do these crimes and then takes vengeance and she hasn't been able to pursue him or it uh, as it takes many guises so you know we, we learn about we learn about that and she essentially offers us a place to kind of to kind of crash so we we do that so the plan is we're gonna crash and then that very next morning uh some of us I'm, I'm going back to the windmill if the three hags are dead there may be still some kids we could save at the windmill let's go back to the windmill so we decide that we are going to go back in the windmill in the morning so after essentially we we do that we um we we you know we rest that morning of course it was like you know kind of discussing what to do next um is mark's like man we need to go inside flock we're like listen we can't go out there right now there's still their writers might still be looking for um your your sister we cannot have her out there Irina may still be you know forgot. so you know especially since you also wanted elena which is my character was like really like nah about so we essentially decide to rest we rest in there we're okay um some more like circus like kind of stuff like more playing around and stuff but nothing uh too crazy happens so the next morning we head out back to the windmill so we go straight back to the windmill unfortunately though uh the hags had made a bunch of pies for the carnival (sighs) meaning they were burning the midnight oil but we were able to save um, a young boy and a, and a girl, a girl named Myrtle and a boy who essentially everyone just called Freak. Um, I, I just take to Freak uh, myself personally. And I'm telling and I kind of like, you know, as we're, we're kind of like, he has these kids with us. We're heading into Vlock and I'm just like, you know, you, you can't go, you know, your name is not Freak. And he's like, well, well, you know, I don't have a name. And I was like, well, you do now. And I name him. I just name him John. Um I figure like Cassius is on the spot, not very creative, but John is still a good name. So he's like better than freak. He's like, you're now John, you're, you're John. And you know, he's like, well, you know, can I stay with you? And Cassius is like, I, I don't, you can't say like, I'm doing something very dangerous right now, but if I'm able to leave this place, John, I will take you with me. And so John like kind of lights up and we get him some clothes that fit and we enter Valakia. And Valakia has just come from a uh, a festival of, of sorts, a a like a, a like a fair, a, a festival uh about wolves. So there's just a bunch of wolf stuff everywhere. Like they've hunted them down. And then we we find out that there is always a, a festival because laughter and fun and sunshine beats Strahd. Yep. We all just, huh. Huh. Laughter and sunshine. So we look for a place and we look for, uh, we end up finding the blue, uh, water inn, and, uh, the innkeeper, uh, Danica, uh, super, super cool, uh, takes, decides to take in John and Myrtle for us. Um, you know, she has other kids and she's like, you know, they've been through, we kind of explain what she's been through. They've been through a lot and she's just more than willing to help them. We, we give her coin to kind of help offset it for a while but 
the kids look happy so we kind of find this place to bunker in but we're not too we don't feel safe um they're just ravens and or crows or ravens ravens or crows but they're out everywhere and they're just kind of eyeing us and they're uneerily vigilant and we hear about creatures like this can be straw's eyes so we're we're now a little paranoid so we get to like and we're like okay so you, you believe this place is safe and he's like yes so he kind of takes his sister up in the room and we're like well listen we're gonna we're just gonna cruise around and we're gonna see how we feel about the place and if it's really safe then that's what we're you know you're more than welcome to to stay here um but my character's like well i have a dragon to go by so i'm gonna take that half a mile hike back to the carnival and finish the deal for the dragon i want the dragon so we land accompanying me uh we make this uh stout essentially hits the bar and we make our way back to the carnival. Uh, when we get back, we find that there is a bunch of soldiers of Valakia uh, gone. I should probably mention that we did stay, like by the time we did all this, it was dark. So we actually did stay the night once um, in the tavern. Um, so we, we do that. And um, when we come back, uh essentially there's a bunch of guards there and uh we're like what happened and then we're told you know there was a murder in the city and it was done by a creature of the carnival and we're like whoa what what creature and they tell us the sphinx killed a moneylender within the city there are prints and things that prove that it was the one that did it so remember, I know that the Sphinx is fake. Uh, Land does not know, but I'm like, I look at Land and just like, take my word for it. It's impossible for it to be a Sphinx. And then, you know, uh, Zold, who cannot leave, essentially, is um, kind of out of sorts. So she's like, hey, you know, you help me clear us and I'll drop, you know, I'll drop cost off of... Um, your 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 dragon so we're yeah yeah let's do that yeah fine um and besides it was just the right thing to do because you know it's cassius and land and cassius and land just do good deeds that's what they do the good deed boys um so from there we find out about this and we essentially we need to go talk to the we need to go to the scene of the crime and we meet uh we meet constable uh uh, we meet the constable of Valakia, uh, Kira. Um, she's pretty, very understanding, straightforward, but you know, she's got to do what the law says. Uh, she gives us a writ so we can kind of go investigate. And before we do back, we head back to the end to kind of tell everyone what's going on. Uh, when we do, we find that the place is, uh, there's a guy in there right now. Uh, and he's telling stories. His name is Rictavio. And he seems to be like a storyteller bard and he's regaling people of of ancient tales and, and, and lore and some people are listening some people look annoyed uh but he's quite a boisterous flamboyant man who kind of um just kind of in this in this in this in the uh in the blue water in 
um, John comes back to me, you know, asks me some stuff. I'm like, well, no, 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 not yet. Uh, I'm still doing stuff. I'm investigating a murder. He's like, oh, can I help? I'm like, well, no, but thank you. So we start the murder investigation. And man, does it get deep. Um, so at this point, like, I'm, you know, DM, I don't know how much is... Because, you know, Mike, Mike's that guy, he'll add things. And, uh, at this point, I'm not sure what's what. But, like, I'm already like, oh, man, we get to investigate a murder. They say the Sphinx did it, but there is no Sphinx. So what are we going to find here? And I'm just crazy hyped about what we will and won't find in this. So that's where I'm going to end that. And this is where I'm going to leave you guys for today. Um, thank you for continuing to listen. Um, it's been a while. It's been like it was like a week, like a gap before I dropped it. So I'm going to drop two. Uh, so you're going to get last the one I grew it last week and should have edited. And you're going to get this week's one uh, together. Um, just continue to follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. I can say those now. Um, if you like what you hear and you want us to, and I really want to do more, you can just check us out at DM world on Patreon. Just check us out. Dungeon master world on Patreon or DM world. Um, just, it's also a link on our Facebook. If you want to just support, support the, the content so we can bring out more for you. Um, but in all that, have fun, enjoy your games at your table. And remember guys, the quest never ends.